uh, well, I guess we could just jump right into it. Uh, we had a uh, little bit of sickness last week. We had a little bit of uh, over-exhaustion, I guess you could say. So, but uh, we are back. I'm here with... Who am I here with? Me. Joe. Okay. Why? I got you off guard there while you were lighting that cigar. did. Technically, last week was on you because I was... I was, it was I was. Me. You go, uh, what time... And I said 9:15, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm like, I, I don't, I think he fell asleep on me. I think I, but I, actually, I ended up, didn't I end up not? I, yeah, because your, well, you, yes, your, uh, your daughter had a. Uh, she threw up, I think, right? Yes. Is that when she threw up everywhere? It might have been. Yeah. So, so I guess it was on both of us. <laughs> now that I think about, it. I forgot about that. I rescinded it. But yeah, I, I legitimately fell asleep. I was exhausted. Mm. I, I fell asleep two nights in a row. I didn't even come out for stars. And that's like shocking. I think I was in bed by like 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Really? Yeah. Wow. That like never happens. So, but uh, you, you are uh, you are back. I'm back. For a while there, it was touch and go. I was a little nervous. I'm back. Yeah, I was, uh, I ended up getting sick. I actually felt pr- kind of crummy Thursday night. And then Friday, I'm at work. And you know when it just hits you, and Not I'm at, really. I'd never get sick. Well, go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway, so I uh, I'm at work and I'm like, it, I had to go to my car, and like just like I set my alarm for like like a 15 minute countdown, like a you know a stop clock thing for 15 minutes. And I just kind of doze for 15 minutes, and I'm like, I gotta, this is not good. I'm fucking sick. And I went home Friday, um, and I think I went to bed like 8 o'clock. And then on Saturday, I was still feeling shitty. Sunday, I felt a little better. Then Monday, I felt crappy again. And then yesterday was like the first day I felt like somewhat normal. So it's it's been... Uh, I knew it was going to happen. My kids got sick because they went back to daycare. So here we are. <laughs> now, both of them, are they in the same, like room or do they have like big kid rooms little kid rooms they're not even in the same daycare oh okay yeah one's so in taking over a whole district you're well, invading a whole district i guess so but well next month my youngest moves to where to the same daycare my oldest is in because the spots so are spots you get, open. like uh she, she, buck teeth come out? she's being she, she's being called up to uh double a okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, it just uh, a spot opened up in this woman in this uh, woman's daycare. So that's that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, uh, I have a question for you. Sure, I'm ready. You're ready for it? All right. Like, if they go into space, mm-hmm. okay, and they have a glass jar, and okay. they they open it up. And space air gets in there. You follow what I'm saying? So, hold on a second. Something fell. <laughs> a lot of shit going on here tonight. All right, so they go into space, and space air gets in there. Correct? Space air. Whatever. Whatever is is space. Whatever. Like, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they bring it to Earth, and they open the jar. What would happen? Would it like nothing? Would it explode? Because well, there's no there's no air in space. Exactly. Like that's where I honestly I have become very skeptical about this whole uh, we've been in outer space type thing. 
you know, they didn't have the technology in this hunt. They didn't have the technology in the '60s to really. Uh, what are you talking? What are you talking about? Of course, yeah, that's why they wore suits. <laughs> but again, what is up there? What what is it? Well, first off, the moon thing was because the Russians were doing it, and since we had to beat them at everything, we decided to do it. I think that was a hoax. You think the space, Mr. You're man, you're Mr. Conspiracy Theory. You think that's a hoax? Yeah, I do. You're out of your friggin' gourd. <laughs> the flags waving. They, uh, the flag probably the, ain't there the anymore. The shadow of the, the everything. There shouldn't be a shadow up there. The flag's not waving. If you ever look at the flag, because there's no gravity in space, everything floats. So obviously the flag, <coughs> the cloth of the flag, is going to float up. That's what it's doing. So it's not really the air blowing it. It's just the, it just the lack of gravity up there is raising it. I don't, I, I just, I don't no, I'm telling you, that's what it is. So now you, you can reverse the conspiracy. That, the, like now, Earth has an atmosphere, correct? You know, like where we can, where we're, where we can breathe. We, we. Yes. We are here. Is yes. there anything around the moon? No. No. Well, actually, well first of all, everything has a gravitational uh, pull, so to speak. So, like. Uh, like all the all the planets, our planet is it, because because the moon isn't that big. There's no um the mass the its mass isn't enough to like have gravity and pull it out of Earth's orbit. Like our we spin. Does, am I making sense? No, no. I'm what I'm at. It does. It does, and it does. It brings, it's like I'm just getting a million questions popping through my head now. But the main thing is, like Earth, you have. Once you get to space, like you, you go through the ozone layer, you are now entered space. Is there anything like that at the moon? Where they have like a, an ozone, an atmosphere, anything like that? Or is every freaking planet other than Earth have literally its ground and then space? Like there's no... <coughs> Core? Gases, no air. Yeah, no... Jupiter is entirely gas. Yeah, but that could be just the planet itself. <sighs> I just, I... Man, I'm not in the mind mind frame for this conversation. <laughs> uh... <coughs> anyway, getting back to my original question, we, 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 we diverted way off there. If I was to go to space, I'm an astronaut. I go to space. I, I land on the... I, 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 I go out on the, uh, when they open the thing and I'm on the little air hose, mm-hmm. you know, the, the tether, and I get a, I get a, a freaking pickle jar, I take it out there, I open the pickle jar, oxygen gets released and space air gets put into the jar, correct? Sure. I seal the jar, I bring it back to Earth, I open the jar in our atmosphere. It sucks, it sucks everybody in. That's what happens. Well, what is it? That's that's Tell what me, happens, what Tom. What is it? What is what is space made out of? <clears throat> like what? It's, it's it's an atmosphere. There is no there's no there's no air up there. Like how we have oxygen, carbon dioxide, and nitrogen. We don't. Ha- that, that's not that's not in space. So what? Is, what is there? What is it? What you mean? What makes the atmosphere? 
what makes yes what makes I don't know Tom maybe you should have paid attention in science class I, I don't know <laughs> you were too busy throwing weights out the window <laughs> no we were busy telling someone else to throw the weights out the window <laughs> Technically now, now that I know the law, technically we were, we, even though he did the, uh, the criminal mischief, we, we were in the conspiracy of it. We really were, we weren't we? Got, us and Trump could have gotten brought up on RICO charges. We really could have, yeah. Yeah, we were so stu- we were stupid. <laughs> Funny, but stupid. Yes. Uh, um, so you don't, you don't have an answer for that? No, uh, space is not my area of expertise. Maybe you could ask the uh, the king. Apparently he shits himself when, <laughs> when he sees, sees new things in the sky. So uh, we'll have him on soon, and then maybe he can answer your question. So, so remember that. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it makes sense, though. You bring air from up there. What, like, is it a different color? Is it a different, like, hmm. think about it. Like, you you look at a rainbow because of the, the, the way water and all that, the atmosphere, you know, all the shit. I don't understand any of this. But you have a rainbow, and it, you have that prism of light. When you bring, like... Space air down. Does it have? Does it have a different? No. Density. Does it like? Would it like sink right to the ground if it's more dense than? I mean. It, no. If you would think it's almost dense. There's nothing goes. Nothing goes in there because there's nothing up there. You're not capturing anything. You're not capturing but, okay. anything. And good luck that opening it and sense. closing How is there it. Nothing up there. <sighs> there just isn't. It's space, man. I don't fucking know. It's Call a, a scientist. A, we need to we need to get a scientist on here. <laughs> maybe we fuck, maybe we should. Because I have no idea. I told you, ask the king. King knows all this crap. Yes. I paid attention in college. <laughs> One of the few. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we, we we brought up uh, going back to school, and I <laughs> I've been I've been in our old high school very uh, very frequently in the past few. Uh, Mm-hmm. Month or so. I know. My daughters are doing <laughs> swimming. They're both on the varsity team, hey, so I'm in there all the time. Stalking and, our uh, former coach, I see. <laughs> What's that? You're stalking our former coach, I see. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that. Uh, the one day at a meet, I, I saw him. It was right before a game, so I ran up and I just asked him quick. I said, "What would it take to be a uh, like an assistant coach for the team? Because my daughter's team only has one coach, just the head coach. There's no assistant." Mm-hmm. And he oh. said, "Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that." Okay. So that was like two or three meets ago. So then he comes into the latest meet and like right at the door, like <laughs> he like he starts walking in and he's like, Coot! and he says my last name. And I'm like, oh, boy, huh. like, he, he, like he rem- and he, I'll hand it to the man. He remembered my name, everything. He, of course. He, 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 he maybe not thinking about it at the time. He really does live and breathe that program. He, I guarantee you, he remembers every single guy that played. He remembers me. Like, so, like, that, the fact that he remembers us, his yeah, two I star mean, he, players. He, I mean, he, he, <laughs> he got to hand it to him. He, he lives in, he probably, like, sits at home and, like, his wife's reading, like, a smut novel, and then he's sitting there with, like, the old programs. Like, Remember this game, baby? <laughs> But yeah, it, it's funny, and we were in there, and I'll hand it to this one guy. He uh, he, he has his daughters are a year older than my oldest, mm-hmm. and they're twins. So he has a set of twins in high school, and then he has another set of twins. So he has two girls, and then he has two boys, 
two sets of twins. God help him. And, and our coach was sitting there. These kids are in third grade, and he was already recruiting them. <laughs> they were in they, they were in like a baseball caps and like a, a like a, a Warwick uh, like little league shirt. And he starts. He's like, how, how can you throw a baseball? And you know, they're like, oh, good. He's like, what about a football? I, automatically, <laughs> baseballs for pussies. <laughs> you can cry in baseball. And so is the cross. You gotta play football, baby. Well, it's funny because he, because uh, I asked him, or he was sitting there. You know, we were we were bullshitting, and he's sitting there and he goes, "You know what my three favorite sports are?" So he says, "You know, football, he, he looks football, at, he, and football." Well, he looks at me, he elbows me. I say football. He's like football. Then I, I think he might have said basketball, and okay. then he's like, "You know what my third favorite sport is?" And he and he nudges me again. And I'm like football. <laughs> I had a good one in there, and he's like, "No, no, I love baseball. Maybe lacrosse." And, ho- and hockey's fun. And wrestling too. I literally just went down the line of every sport in high school. <laughs> it's every sport war. He just did. <laughs> and debate. <laughs> and he's and he's sitting there. He's like, I expect to see you up in those stands tomorrow or in a few days. Meaning mm-hmm. tomorrow. Meaning because there's we're recording Thursday. Tomorrow night is a uh, is a war game. Mm. You going? I, I want to go. It's um, it's supposed to be like a monsoon tomorrow. So it, oh yeah, it, yeah, it's gonna be bad weather. It, it's actually a menacing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go. I don't, don't go to menacing anymore. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I don't know if I. And you know what? The last the last two times I've been at menacing, it's rained. <laughs> yeah. No, no, last three. <coughs> we had two track meets, I think. There a track meet, and I went to a football game. And then the football game we went to, it was... It was, it was raining. Rain. Yep. Wow. <laughs> wow. But yeah, we have uh, football is that... So, what, I don't know, you kind of avoid it. Why, why do you call you coach? Well, because I asked him about coaching. Oh, uh, uh, okay, okay. <coughs> I'm sure your daughters will love that. Actually, they. Uh, <laughs> how funny the times have turned. Like they, they did soccer. They did, you know, the youth soccer, like every kid does, and they didn't really like it. They just, you know, they, they were happy just sitting on the sidelines as they were playing. So when I coached them the one year, they hated it. They absolutely hated it because I expected a little bit more from them. Mm-hmm. You know, mainly the listening part. Like, you know, I'm telling you to do something. Whether you want to do it or not, I should, they should be the first two to accept it. Correct. But uh, yeah. now they, they really want me to uh, do uh, swimming. Because everything that I've been telling them what to do is what they're doing in, like, practice. And I think they realize that I know what I'm talking about. And they actually huh. believe it for once. Wow. And then uh, my little one's goddaughter, <coughs> or godmother, is uh, she swam. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the one that I'm... Brianna's friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so everything they asked her the same questions that they would ask me, and she like confirmed on what I said. So now they're kind of they're a little bit more uh, wanting to do it. They they're very uh, I guess envious of the seniors. Like there's like three or four seniors that they like real like every time like we get in the car they talk about them. Like oh this one had a good meet, and I mean these girls are good swimmers. Mm-hmm. So but we. Uh, 
we see that. So, like, I think they'd be open to the idea of me coaching. And I, I hate, I, I hate parents that do this. You know, they they say their kids are, you know, like, oh, my kid's gonna make it to the pros one day. My kid will be good enough to, and the work team's so thin. You know, like, there's not like it's three Chris. or four kids from each grade. It's not a lot. And like, both of my daughters are the only ones in their grade on the team. Mm-hmm. So I said, your, your, your senior year, you'll be the best on the team, you know, for your grade. Like that, so. Mm. Okay, but, yeah, good. They're, they're liking it. Good. And how is dance? Dance is, uh, dance is good. How do you know about dance? When I was over there, remember? The, there, there was the picture, the pose. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, uh, she started a new school. <clears throat> it's closer. It's right down the block. Did I talk about the? It's on it's on Saturday mornings. <laughs> oh, it's on Saturday mornings. It's on Saturday mornings, yeah, at like eleven. So. Uh, that morning, that's like afternoon. Well, it's late morning. It's from eleven yeah. to twelve. Now, do they have to go to like different places? Like, is there like dance competitions? No, she doesn't do that. She's little. She only does like ballet. Yeah, she's not there they yet. They don't do like ballet productions or anything. Yeah, at the end of the year. It was a big, oh, okay. yeah, it was a big thing. We went to the one a couple months ago for her last school. <clears throat> it was tough because she was one of the first ones on, so then you had, then you had to sit through the entire rest of the performance. Yeah, and it was like the, it was like I two hours after that. that. Yeah, like th- there should be intermissions. Well, there was. There was intermission. They should let the kids go because, say, I'm sitting in the front row in the beginning because I know my kids going first. Now I gotta sit through the whole fucking production, but someone's yeah. kid who might be going last is sitting all the way in the back. Like there should be a, you know, if you want to stay, like cycle out. Like there, there should be like intermissions for that. In yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It wasn't bad though. Actually, it was actually fun to watch. Um, but she's uh, she's into it. She loves doing it. So that's I mean if that's her thing. That's great. I, I still want her to play some sports though. See, I don't know. I. From just looking at your kids, and don't, don't, don't take offense this, your your older daughter looks more like a girly girl. Oh. Or, think your, yeah. or I think your younger daughter looks like she might be more of like a... She's, she's a, a little more rough and tumble. She's, 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 she's going to be a, a soccer goalie. Yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, she's going to be tough. She's big. <coughs> I mean, either she's big or your other daughter's smaller. Because they're like, they're getting close to like it's, height. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's like uh, in the middle. My my oldest is small, she's tiny, and my uh, my youngest is big, <laughs> so she's gonna be she's gonna be the bruiser, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> you know. So she's already holding her own against her sister. I'm, I'm proud of her. So. See, which is weird because <clears throat> my little one is now almost as tall, if not taller, than the older. I know. One. I've seen I've seen pictures. That's that's all you. Yeah. She's you. But the bigger <laughs> one has a little bit more, like, the, the little one's just, like, like sticking bones. I mean, there's just, there's, there's nothing to her. Mm-hmm. She has, like, no no fat on her, no muscle mass. She's just a twig. Like, my other ones, like you. <laughs> when yeah. you were in high school, yeah. And Brianna. And Brianna, yeah, your wife, too, yeah. Yeah. But then the older one is, like, uh, she's, she's a little thicker. But she, like, the little one will, like, scrap. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's scrappy. The little one, the little one, like, hits, and, like, a few times, like, she's, like, hit me in the leg or in the arm, and, like, kind of, like, giving me a dead arm. <laughs> and 
right, speaking of which, the big one is here. Are you going to bed now? No. TL. <laughs> Are you, like, making a podcast? Yeah, so, go on in. Come on, you're out in bare feet. Get inside. Hi. Right now, a bunch of random people are going to listen to me talking. Yep, so, now you're famous. World star. (laughs) 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 All right, go on in. You could edit that out. Nah, we'll we'll keep it. Okay. We haven't haven't experienced the family dynamic in in quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the, the little one, the little one, I wish that one would have gotten into like the Taekwondo and stuff. I think she would have, she would have went with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, right now they're, they're like on the team rankings and <clears throat> like, they're like one, they're like right next to each other. They're like 10th and 11th on the team. I gotta, I gotta ask you something, cause I, I see like the pictures your wife puts up. Is it a good feeling that they're kind of like almost following your footsteps a little bit? Yeah. That's why I said, I, said to uh, Coach, I said, you know, second generation here. Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of funny because I remember talking to you. I don't know if we were on here or not, and you're like, you know, I have, we have, like, I have, like, I can't, like, there's no, I have, the, my daughter, I'm not a tea party kind of guy. Like, like I have, like, it's hard to kind of not connect, but, like. Common interest? Yeah, they, thank you. There's no common interest, and now here you go. Like, you have, like, pretty much the ultimate one, I think. Yeah, I, I, and honestly, like, I really enjoy swimming. I don't know what it is about it. Like, even when it's on in, like, on ESPN and it's, like, college, I, I'll, like, watch it. And, like, the Olympics, that's my favorite event. I've always, I, and I don't know what it is. And, like, I mean, I wasn't the best swimmer in the world. I mean, I was probably right in the middle of the team, maybe a little bit on the higher end, like, my senior year, because we lost a lot of, like, really good ones. Um, but... It's just something I always liked, and I never really watched it or did it competitively until freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I only had like four years of doing it, but like I, I really like, I really love it. And the funny thing is, you know, like how you watch like a basketball movie or like a football movie, and there's like the second stringer, you know, maybe a bench guy that, uh, you know, he he's not good at the uh, sport, but he like picks up the nuances of it. Right, yeah. Like, and, like, kind of becomes a coach. Like, you look at a lot of these NFL coaches now. They're all, like, twerps. They all look like... Like Mike... Mike uh, what's his name from the from the Dolphins? Mike... Uh, Mc, McDonald McDonald or something. Or some, yeah. He's like, a, yeah. He's like a little twerp. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like, never, never really played, but, like... They're not like stuff. Belichick anymore. The yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah. I kind of got that with, like with swimming like I because I did all the strokes so like I got you know I had to learn how to do them all and I had one good coach that really like sat with me and he would be like this is how you do it these are you know make sure you're doing it this way and just showing you a lot of like the the intricacies of it and I just I fell in love with it that's um well that's just that next generation after us like they're all kind of like that you know yeah but yeah, I, I think that, you know, I, I think eventually they could be pretty decent. I mean, they're putting up, I mean, my my youngest is actually a little faster in the uh, sprint one than my older one. And this is only her, like, fifth swim meet. Like, only been doing it for, like, a little bit. And she's putting up pretty decent numbers. Okay. So. Very good. It's, it's, it's fun to see that. It's fun to actually, like, because, you know, with soccer, they didn't care. 
Right. Uh, Taekwondo, they did it. But it wasn't something like you could get behind. But like this, like, like I get proud, man. I'm like, this, this is great. And it, it, you, like, can you ever get that with dancing? Or like, you just don't connect with that either? Like, do you understand? Like, because ballet is like, they say it's like a, like a play almost. Um, like a silent play. <clears throat> like, do you get any of what they're doing? A little, a little, like... I'm just proud to see my daughter up there, like, doing it, like, and she's really good, like, she listens, like, she, like, there's some kids, and she's, again, she's only three, there's kids that just stand there, and she, like, every step, you know, she does, she does it, so she, <clears throat> and then we were watching her uh, performance here, and then she started doing it again, like, just from, like, memory, like, the dance, good. yeah, so she... Like I said, she's good at it. She's, we just don't sign up and she just stands there. Like, she actually does it. So, it's, it's, I'm proud of her. So, yeah. So, like, again, like, I don't, as long as, like, kids doing something and not just sitting around, like, that makes me happy. So, if yeah. this is something that she loves doing, then I'm, I'm, I'm full throttle with her, with it. So, that that's just how I see it. And does she ever get like uh, bitchy about it? Like, say if it's like a, a like a like or she doesn't want to like leave the house, or she's tired, or she, she just like mm -mm. never says like I don't want to do it. No, not that I can, not that I can recall. No. All right, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Because like with my daughters, like they would get like I don't want to go, I don't want to do this. Like oh, every yeah. once in a while, like with swimming though, they rarely say it. They rarely. Yeah, they, they like doing it. That's why. So I always I, I look at that as being good. Yeah. But uh, I guess me I'll throw this in. This is a quick one. This is a quick question. Okay. Whenever you hear the words hard times, do you automatically like start quoting the yes. dusty quote in your head? Oh no, I was thinking of Big Boss Man. <laughs> oh really? He served hard times. He said I think he said hard times more than Dusty ever did. <laughs> His theme yeah, song was about hard, hard times. Time speech was. That was probably... No, I... Well, sometimes, but, like, if I hear hard times, I automatically think of Big Boss Man. Automatically think of Big Boss Man. So... Really? Yeah. Right. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because as soon as I hear it, all, I, all that goes through my mind is, Rip Flair put hard times on Dusty Roads. That's all I, mean, I hear. I, I, right, like, automatically. I, I will, and it depends on the context, you know, but when I hear, like, oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's serving a hard time now, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Down in Cobb County, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. uh, WWE had, they, well, I guess there's two major things that happened with them. They finally rolled over to being TKO. Yeah, we did talk about that last time. And this is official now that they are on it. And now they are going to have their first paper. And yes, uh, coming up. So, so far, it hasn't, I haven't noticed too many changes. Um, no, it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, and they said that. They said it was going to pretty much be like a seamless transition. But the day but, uh, after we spoke, they did a shit ton of releases. Well, that's what I was going to say. At the uh, the pay-per-view coming up, Mustafa Ali was supposed to fight in it, and they have taken him out of that. I didn't see NXT this week to see if like they explained the storyline um, with it. They had like a triple threat, I believe. To see who would be the number one contender. I don't even think they said that he's gone. Like they just were like, you know, Dominic went to some. I, I didn't watch. I read the results. Um, he went to somebody, and because uh, he defended his title against Dragon Lee on Raw, 
I just finished that match. I just, I, oh, I just, you uh, saw me whip his ass, and and then the, whoever was in charge, he's like, uh, yeah, but tonight we have a three-way uh, number one contender match, and the winner faces you at what is it called? No way out. Uh, no mercy, or yeah, no way out. No, okay, yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that's what they're doing with that. But yeah, he Mustafa Ali got released. I was happy about that because I, I don't like that guy. Uh, I think he's just like a bitcher. Um, the, one of the biggest ones they released is that they're all talking about is uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, he's been there for almost twenty years, but he's yeah. he's a guy. I know you, you didn't really watch it <coughs> for most of his career, but I think I explained on here before. He was a guy that like kind of like he always got to like the very top of the mid card and then would just get pushed down and would just falter in the mid-card and, like, not be used for a while, and they push him again, and then they push him back down. So, like, he never really broke through. Like, he won the World Championship twice, but they were very, like, short reigns. Um, so, but the last couple of years, he's been really, like, used. Um, so I wasn't too surprised when they released him. Um, and according to what I read, like, he, because of his longevity there, he had a big contract. So that's... A ton of money to free up right there. Um, who else did they release? A lot of no-name people. Sheldon, Bed- Sheldon Benjamin. He was a champ, I think. Yeah, right? but he, again, he's another guy that wasn't really being used lately. I, I liked him, too. He's he's an amazing wrestler. Um, but uh, he wasn't really being used that much, either. Um, they released Dana Brooke. Um, oh, they did? Yeah, yeah. I, I, always, I always liked Dana Brooke. I didn't mind her. Um, she, she wasn't bad to look at. So... Uh, who else? again? It was a lot of Elias. like Elias. They release again another guy. They, all, all the guys they they release. I'm like I could see why. Like they they're just not using them anymore. So now, say someone like Ziggler. Now he's got 20 years with the company. He's what probably in his mid 40s, getting approaching 50. Probably yeah, late yeah. 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Now with someone like him, would you? try to go to like AEW if you could if not would you do the independence or would you set up like a wrestling school if the, if the, you're, you're, you are now Dolph Ziggler you're, you're you have to downgrade the handsomeness okay so yeah um and so you are now him AEW so my so I'm Dolph Ziggler my brother works in AEW he's a wrestler there but AEW is so bloated that you would like what would they really do with me? You know, I think he could open up. A, I, I could open up a wrestling school because I he's a great wrestler. Um, if I was him, I would go to Impact because there's a higher chance of you being a main event guy there as opposed to AEW, where it's very it's a very bloated roster. Like you'll be used sparingly. Probably you'll probably be put on one of the B shows. So that's that's my thought on that. I, that's what I think he should do. I think he'd fit well there, and I think he'd be a main guy if he was there. Okay. Uh. But you wouldn't you wouldn't want to do like a wrestling school? Not if I had more left in the tank. I don't think. I think I have a couple years left. All right. Maybe just kind of go prove I could do something elsewhere, and then. 
I mean, and especially with like AEW and uh, Impact, it's a lighter schedule. So um, you probably could have time to open a wrestling school and teach on the side a little bit. So yeah, you could do probably both. I mean, you got to think about it. Like, I looked it up. Uh, who, who said it? I think uh, Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. He uh, he was posting something like, I guess maybe his anniversary in the wrestling, and he said like 22 years ago he was in this little, uh, like it looked like a garage, like a rundown freaking old like auto body shop. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up, and like these guys for like a month, it's like a bunch of money. Like they make good money doing that. Oh yeah, yeah they do. I mean. Really, what do you need? You need a ring. You could probably buy an old ring from anywhere, if not build one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be really great. And a few mats. I mean, if you wanted to get weightlifting, and you gotta get there, some, you gotta get some teachers too. You can't be there all the time. Get some what? Teachers. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's really not like a bad. Get- I would, I think, I'd rather do that after retirement. Because, like, think twenty years, your body's going through a lot. You know, he's yeah. had to stay in the shape into his, you know, 40s, and we can attest that it's a little harder to do that. So they're yeah. probably putting more hours in the gym than they normally would. Right. You know, the bumps and bruises. I think I'd rather just do the wrestling school, because you can kind of really probably tone down where you probably don't even get messed up. You're doing more of the the fighting. Mm-hmm. You probably, I mean, maybe you have to do a tumble here and there with, like, a shoulder block, or but you could have other students doing that. Right. So I think that would probably be the way to go, just to kind of save you, like, longevity of life. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah, I, I, uh, I may have to disagree with you the, with the Mustafa Ali thing. I didn't like him in uh, WWE, mm-hmm. you know, like on the big show, but when he went down to NXT, I actually kind of liked the way he was going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really pay attention to him because I, I just don't like the guy. Um, but he's a guy I think would really thrive in impact like i said with Dolph ziggler because he could be that x division they have over there which is like the, almost like a cruiserweight kind of thing okay. um so i think he'd be i think he'd be great there if that's where he decided to go i got you yeah now joe what is your what is your thoughts on a uh well how we've maybe dumbed down society in regards to dressing up like if you, I mean, you're a baseball fan. You watch a, you see an old picture of you know Mickey Mantle or uh, Lou Gehrig or whoever these guys are, and in the stands, people would be in a suit. Yes. You know, you'd, you'd go to the airport. No one, you know, you'd be in a suit. <coughs> mm-hmm. You you think that we've as a, a society have dumbed down our dressing? Uh, obviously, just with the styles. But I wouldn't. Like with just I wouldn't. Complete s- lack of fucking care. I wouldn't say dumbed down. I think more comfortable. Okay. Being a suit is not comfortable. Um, I think that's really kind of taken over. Also, suits kind of represent like a very white collar person, whereas uh, you know back in the day, a lot of guys did that. Um, so as opposed to now, we're like, I think there's a lot more blue collar out there. Um, those guys aren't wearing suits; they're like jeans and t-shirt kind of guy, you know. I mean, yeah, I get the comfortability level, but, like, I don't know. Every once in a while, like, I have, like, a a yearning to wear, like, a suit. Like, go out for a nice dinner and wear a suit. Like, something like that. My wife would never do any of that. One, (laughs) you know. 
us being in a suit and a fucking in and out burger or fucking five guys isn't probably the best thing. Right, right. But, uh, <coughs> yeah, I, I just, I think that there should be at certain levels where there is a, uh, a decorum, if you will, when it comes to the way you dress. Mm-hmm. And again, let's, let's go with the, the liberal mind mindset here because this John Fetterman, you, you, you know who John Fetterman is? Yes. Okay, but literally like a stroke victim in Senate mm-hmm. or Congress, yes. and they allowed him. They changed the dress code. Now this has been going up. We've had the country for how long? Where everyone wore suits. I don't think I've ever seen any of these people outside of Washington not wearing a suit. Mm-hmm. And they changed the whole thing for this fucking guy. And like, it's just, it, it, I just find it completely ridiculous <laughs> that these liberals get away with that. Mm. And I guess. The, uh, that came down a f- maybe about a week and a half ago, so we could have talked about it last week, but without the show, we didn't. And now it's already been changed back, <laughs> where now there has to be a dress code. Wow. I just I, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that had, that was brought up to begin with. It's a little silly. It's so presentable. Like that'd be like Elon Musk coming in in like a tracksuit for like a fucking huge like merger meeting. Right. I mean, it's just. It, it, I, I just find it ridiculous, and it's the same thing. It, 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 just this lack of fucking care, even. You know, I mean, it's not like he was wearing, you know, like a polo and you know slacks or you know not not in a suit, but he was like wearing shorts and fucking a uh, Carhartt hoodie. Huh. Okay. You know, like it, it's just ridiculous. Like the same thing. Like I go to being in the school. Like I go there, and these like all these like the boys are all in sweatpants. Like we never wore sweatpants in school. You know, these girls are in, like, leggings or, like, fucking, like, slippers. It's just ridiculous how we dumb down the way we, uh, we dress. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I was just, when I, when I saw that, I just thought, what a, this, they are really dumbing down society, and it's starting all the way at the top with the fucking I I, I see that, yeah. I get that. I get you. Politicians should look presentable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like you're representing everyone. Like you should have a little bit of demeanor up there. You know, it's it just it's uh, it, it's if this was ever brought up on the other end, like say there was a farmer like from fucking you know Iowa that won Senate, and they had him that or like do you watch Yellowstone? No. Okay. You know, like uh, Kevin Costner will come to. Because he like, I think he won the governorship. Like okay. he'd be there in cowboy boots, jeans, like a like a button down shirt, not like a fancy one, like kind of like a a work button down shirt and right. like a cowboy hat. Okay. And like even that, like if someone, if a Republican ever showed up to fuck in Washington, they would fucking they kill his horse and fucking kick him out of the fucking area. Huh. But liberals, they can get away with it. It's just it's fucking ridiculous. I know they get away with everything. Those liberals. Tom's puffing away his cigar. Yeah, I had to light a cigar there. Sorry for the uh, no worries. pause. You're good. But, yeah, I try to get in as many as I can now with uh, going to bed early. Mm. This this new work schedule, it, it sucks waking up early. It sure does. Plus, it's starting to get a little cooler out, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm loving it. I. Oh, me too. Me yeah. too. I mean, I'll be out here. Like, I'm in. I'm in double layers, but it, I'd rather be out here. I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm still a hoodie, 
and I have like pajama pants on. Uh, that's, yeah. that's 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 really and and I have my slippers. It's slipper time now again. So yes, I, I finally uh, broke away from the shorts and I am in the PJ pants. Nice. Yeah, it, <laughs> it just it started getting too cold, and then even today yeah. I'm in. We walk outside to put up uh, the Halloween stuff. You know, we mm-hmm. have like the you know like those lights, the projection lights. Uh, yeah. We're putting them up, and I'm like, it is fucking warmer out here than it is in the house. <laughs> like I was pondering putting on the heat because it was it was getting that that brisk. Oh yeah. Inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is my uh, this is my time of the year. Okay. But uh. Saturday, it's funny that we uh, we talk about the outdoors and this and that. Do you remember when we went to the? It was the original cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Up in uh, what was it, Phoenicia? I think so. Yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. I, I could be wrong. If there's any Phoenicians listening, <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. But uh, if we're saying it wrong, tell us. But remember when we were driving on the one road that like gets right into the village there or mm-hmm. like the, the town area there, there was that railroad track yeah we're actually going like I guess they have these like bikes now that fit on a railroad track like you put four people in it you all pedal hmm. and we're going on that railroad track okay so I'm, I'm heading back up to the original cabin spot oh okay yes nice <laughs> so very yeah, cool. I looked. At, I actually looked at it, and like they've upgraded a lot of stuff, and they, I think they added new cabins. And oh, shit. really? Yeah, that cabin was awesome. I, that's what I really miss. I miss like. Don't get me wrong. I love going to the cabin that we go to now because it's kind of our own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we can kind of do whatever the fuck we want because we're the only ones there. Like as opposed to going to a, a hotel. Right. But I wish we would. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't want to say I wish, but like I started like really reminiscing now about, uh, you know, being in high school, you know, like, cause I'm walking down the same halls and I, I get like every once in a while something pops into my head. Like, and I, I think of something funny from there. So I have nostalgia. I'd love to do like another trip like that. Me too. Like, with all of us, but I don't know what, what we could do. Cause like the, the cabin now is kind of taking a stronghold on that. But if we were to do like a second trip. No. Um. I'm too nice, huh? <laughs> so I was, I've been doing that too. I've been thinking about um the other day I was thinking about when we went to Oneonta. I mean you went up early. What a fun weekend that was. Like we don't do stuff like that anymore. I mean I guess we can, everyone's kinda married off and stuff, but like uh like just like a weekend of like I don't know. Like what we used to yeah, like do. That's the thing. I, like I think we we as you get older, I definitely notice this, like, the lack of, um, maybe, like, I don't want to say attention to detail, but, like, setting up something. Like, mm-hmm. hey, we all need to take off for this and do this. Like, I, I wish we did that more. Me too, man. Me too. And that's what, I mean, that's what I love about the cabin trip, because it does get that, but, again, it's, it's kind of like its own thing now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, like, we go up there, we know exactly what we're going to do. Pretty much, yeah. You know, you guys are going to drink your asses off and there's going to be a bonfire that's about 12 feet high. Mm-hmm. And possible bear sightings. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's, like, it's the same thing. We know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Where I would like to maybe do more of like a... Like kind of fly at the seat of your pants type trip. Well, maybe next year, Tom. Yeah. Maybe next and year. that would be... And it's weird that I actually do this because as I'm getting older, I 
where before I would always question, you know, like, what do we have? Do we have, do we have a spatula at the, at the cabin? Do we have tinfoil? Like I'd worry about all those little things. I've, I think I've gotten a little bit more, uh, loose on that other than restaurants. I got to know where I got to eat. Okay. But. <laughs> okay. That's all I got on that. That's hmm. all I can think of. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Do you have anything? Uh, <laughs> well, did you watch the Chiefs game this weekend? Because yes. Taylor Swift did, and that's all it's been talked about all week is Taylor Swift and uh, 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 what's this, the catch? Travis uh, Kelsey. Thank you, Travis Kelsey. You got a brain fart. They're the new hit couple that we are going to hear about for the next couple weeks, and uh, I don't know you, but I can't wait till Crash and Burns. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's gonna. Yeah. As soon as he gets like, hurt or I something. I just don't understand these people. Like, Jennifer Lopez. I'm not saying them. But Jennifer Lopez, Taylor Swift. These are like uh, serial uh, daters. Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you want to be attached to that? Publicity. I, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that, that, that's the only thing it really can be. Yeah. Publicity. Like, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, especially with her. Like, J-Lo, it's just more of, like, tabloid fodder. Mm-hmm. But with Taylor Swift, like, you are going to be immortalized in a song that will be a number one hit. Yes. For ever. Oh, yeah. Well, I've been saying, like, she's going to write the next two albums about how everything he did was the wrong thing. After this, after this goes away. If that's what she wants. Like, she, I think their last couple have been, like, kind of, like, happy, I think, from what I've, you know, heard out there. Um, so she needs uh, she, she needs some more drama. So this guy's going to bring it. Once football season's over and he's around all the time. <laughs> Just you wait. Yeah, I... See, I... Even that, like, being a celebrity like that. Now, I could see if you were actors together or you were singers where you go on tour together. These are two, like, different lifestyles. Yeah. Like, how does that even work? Like, even uh, bringing it back to, like, uh, you have Chelsea Green... And she is married to Matt Cardona. Right. And then you have Becky Lynch, and she's married to Seth Rollins. They work in the same company. They travel together. They probably don't even travel with, like, the groups. They just go on their own, mm-hmm. shit like that. But, like, Green and Cardona, they like, he's an independent. She's in this. Like, they must never see each other. Like, and it's got to be the same thing with, like, now Taylor Swift and uh, Kelsey. Right. Like, they're never going to see. Like, how do you have a relationship like that? I mean, you, they make it work somehow. I think with wrestling, you have a little more freedom. I think mm-hmm. she works like maybe a couple of days a week, and he's independent. He can make his own schedule pretty much. So they 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 somehow make it work. But you look at like the success rate in marriages in Hollywood, and it's not very high. So yeah. a lot of it's probably like well, they don't see each other. So it, it's it is a uh, it is a complicated situation, and you got to have a commitment and understand that this person's not going to be around all the time and can you deal with that? So, probably some people can and some people can't. Yeah, I just, like, I I couldn't do it just based on, especially, like, when you add kids into the right. thing. Right, yeah. You know, like, I, I, I just, I, I don't think I could do that. Like, it would just be, I, I wouldn't want to have a, like, a Skype friendship because that's what you're, like, doing now. Pretty much, yeah. You know, 
and like they, obviously there are different situations like the military obviously guys can go away for a year you know however long a deployment is but there's more of like to me i look at that as it's for the the greater good you know what i mean mm-hmm. like a little bit of sacrifice on that is one thing but these two are going to be you know whirlwinds you know, like one will be at a fancy dinner you know instagramming it like i just i couldn't like almost look at it through someone else like a different lens like that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you're like me and you we don't see each other often but we talk on here we're, we're like a we're like a military family pretty much yeah I yeah. tell you, I see you every week. We're both in our own wars of a household of women. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but every once in a while, we get to have uh, we get to have time together. We do. But yeah, like I, I just I couldn't see it through the if you were if I, if you were out in Dubai at a restaurant or in Greece at the beach, like I wouldn't want to like follow my significant other that way. Like living via telephone and, and social media. I wouldn't either. That's just us, you know. Yeah, I mean, the, the, like the, these people have to have such a. It's. It, I don't even know if I'd ever want to be famous. Like if I could go back in time and everyone's like, I just want to be famous, you know. I'd want to be a, a sports player. I, I don't know if I'd ever want to do that. Like you, you never really have like a baseball player. Think about it. You go on a long road trip. You're going for thirty days. Like you're not even at your house. Right. Like, I just, I don't think I could ever live like that. Uh, I couldn't either. That's why like, I think, like, if I ever was, like, a wrestler or something, I wouldn't, like, get married or anything. I'd just stay single. Because it's just, it's so much harder. Especially with kids. Yeah. That's why, like, John Cena, like, uh, he always said, like, he didn't want kids. And if you look how busy that guy is, like, you kind of get it. Like, you're on the road probably, like, 250 days out of the year. Um, and now he's an actor, so he's pretty much just kind of doing what he wants. Like, so it, it, it's I got it, you know. Oh, percent. So, and you look at the other way. Like, you look at The Rock. Yeah. Like, get him and his wife, his original wife. You know, they were together for however long, and then he got popular, and they ended up breaking up. But mm-hmm. they maintained, I guess, a professional relationship, relationship on the business end of mm-hmm. it. And like, they they own a company, like. You know. Oh yeah. I don't know if she's his manager or just a business partner, but like they're both. I think I mean, she was for a while. Worth like half of what he is. Mm-hmm. Just from all the business ventures. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, she yeah, she I, I, she's riding that golden she, pony. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, with them, I I think that this is. It's going to be such a. I, I could see the downfall of the Chiefs. After this year, then this might be like I think they're gonna they're gonna blame the curse on her. They might. They did that because with um. Remember Jessica Simpson and Tony Romo were a thing. Yes. For a bit, and she showed up to a game, and I think uh, like after that, like the Cowboys were just they got bad. So a lot of people blamed her. Because <laughs> yeah. Tony Romo was just well, Tony Romo was just terrible, but at the time, a lot of people were blaming her for it, and I think this might kind of come into play. Um, I, honestly, I don't understand how they're that good. Like that, they're winning Super Bowls. Like I don't uh, look at them as a good team. They, they are. It's just weird that their defense isn't that good. It's that their offense is really good. But I don't understand that. It, 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 like, it's how it is, man. It, like you go into think of uh, 
the Cowboys when they had their dynasty. You know, it was Aikman, Smith, and Michael Irvin. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, LeBron and all the teams that he was on. There was always, like, multiple superstars. With that, it's Mahomes and Kelsey, and then it's just a bunch of, like, bit actors. There's no, like, real, I think, superstar after. Like, can you name there's two running backs and three receivers? I can't. Um, McKinnon, I only know because on my fantasy team. Yeah. McKinnon's like, they're pretty not, decent. They're not household names. No, they're not. Well, that was like the, um, it was almost like the Patriots for a while. Like, I mean, it was Tom Brady. I mean, he just kind of had it. Uh, I mean, if you look at the teams, like, they weren't always the same teams. Yeah. Or the same wide receivers, you know? And the same team. But I think anyway. a lot of that, I, I mean,. And it's, it's weird now that you say that. Like, I was always like, maybe it's just coaching. But Belichick is not doing good now. No. And Andy Reid was not really that great. I mean, he was good with McNabb. Mm-hmm. Then he had those off years, and then he got, you know, he went to Kansas City. They weren't good in the beginning. Yep. And it's that. I mean, I, I honestly don't know if it's the players or the coach. Like, it, it, it really... <coughs> like, cause there are certain times where, like, it's got to be the coach got to be the coach. Right. And yeah. now it's like, not, it, I don't think it's so much the coach. It's, it's, uh, like, it's, they're, it's like a, they're like a very unusual team. It's a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Yeah. You know, uh, what's his name? Tuna. Um, my God. Why? Parcells. Parcells. Now that guy, you could say, it's the coach. Because everywhere he went, they did good. And then when he left, they did bad. So, um, like, He's the Giants, the Patriots, the Jets, and then the second he leaves, they do bad again. So for yeah. something like that, it's like okay, it's it's definitely the coach in that scenario. So for years with the Patriots, everyone was like, well, who is it? Is it Brady or is it Belichick? And then Brady leaves and he goes and wins the Super Bowl, <laughs> and Belichick's team had like a losing record. So it's it it does it makes you wonder like. Would Belichick have been that good if he wasn't on the Patriots with Tom Brady? Like, if he yeah. went to the, the Bengals, would he be as good? I guess we'll kind of never know. Yeah. I mean, I with that, I think it's... And Andy Reid's always had a good record. Mm-hmm. Pretty much wherever Andy Reid is at, he's had a good record. But he's never had, like, the... That, like, McNabb was his, you know, his golden goose and Mahomes is now. But then in that, like, middle year, I think it was pretty lean there in, in uh, Philly. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> like, is Andy Reid a better coach than Mahomes as a player? Or, you know what I mean? And then is Brady a better player than Belichick as a coach? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a good question. I, I, I just, I, I don't get the Chiefs. I just don't understand it. Like, everything makes me say, like, Alright, they might be a playoff team, but there's nothing on them that, that wows me. It's, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I, I can't name one guy on their defense. Yeah. I, again, I, I can't name their third I mean, he is a, and backup running he back. Is a like, good, I, he's a good quarterback. Um, You know, he puts up he puts up phenomenal numbers all the time. So, I don't, I don't know. I think maybe in this sense it could be him. Andy Reid, like you said, he's like a, he was a decent coach. I wouldn't put him in the same breath as Parcells or Belichick or, you know, any of those guys. But um, I, I think it was just the right combination. Like they, uh, he got a, a stud quarterback, and now like he's winning. Um, 
So I don't know. So you wouldn't put you wouldn't put Andy Reid in like the top ten coaches of all time? Mm-hmm. <sighs> top twenty, yeah. I don't know about top ten. I don't know about top ten. Okay. Really? He won. He, uh, he won. He. Free, it was his first Super Bowl, right? Two. He has two. Oh, that's right. Okay, he has two. Oh, then maybe he. Then maybe. Maybe I don't know. I'd have to really sit down and look at like the coaches of like in NFL history and kind of like decide that way. Off the top of my head, I don't know though. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, I guess he's. Yeah, I mean, how many coaches have ever won a Super Bowl? So I guess maybe he would be in the top ten. Yeah. So. Hmm. But how are your uh, New York Football Giants doing? They are terrible. Okay. <laughs> they fucking. Dude, I, I look forward to football every year, and then by, like, week f- six, I'm just like, motherfucker, like, <laughs> it's just going to be one of those years, I guess. And last year, they they had a good year, but they also had a very easy schedule, and this year, the schedule got a little tougher, and it's showing. Um, they squeaked by with the Cardinals, which is not a good sign, because it's the Cardinals, and every other game after that, they kind of got pretty much bitch-slapped. Um, so, it's, you know, it, you know what it is? I, I gotta tell you, like, sometimes you just gotta kind of, you gotta take it with everything else, because I, I've watched them win, uh, out of the four Super Bowls they won, three of them I, I've watched. 86, I was, I was too little to even remember that. So I've seen them win Super Bowls, I've seen the Yankees win World Series, I'm a Bulls fan, I've seen them win championships, so I, I've, I've, seen so many championships I, I, I'm okay with it you know what I mean okay does that make sense like it still sucks but like at least I'm like alright you know I, I some people have never seen a Super Bowl whenever <laughs> I've seen three out of the four for my team yeah so I'm pretty lucky <laughs> you know yeah not too many people can say that so I'm I'm I look back on that, I'm like, okay, it's only fair that, like, my team is doing bad now. That's just how it is. Same thing with the Yankees. I mean, I, when I started watching the Yankees, they were a terrible team. They were awful. And then the 90, you know, they had the franchise in the 90s, the dynasty, sorry, and then they pretty much had made the playoffs, with the exception of 2016 and this year, they've always made the playoffs. So... A lot of these people out there are like, oh, what the fuck, they suck. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, you weren't around in 91 when they were fucking awful, or 90, or 89. You know, like, I saw those teams, and they sucked. Oh, yeah. You know, except for a few players, they weren't good. So, I've seen the bad. This ain't bad. <laughs> you know, like, the Yankees had, I think they had one of the, the worst record in the American League in 91. Um... Now, I remember that. I remember going to games that season. So I've seen the flip side of the coin, and it, it, it's people are I, I, they have nothing to kind of bitch about. So I'm yeah. I'm fortunate enough where I've I've seen teams that I like win. Um, so I don't mind as much. If that answers your question. Okay. Because no, it, it's it's. My, the Steelers, as long as I've watched them, have not been bad. Yeah. You know, like, pretty much when I started really getting into football and, and watching them exclusively, 
they've always been good. I don't think they've had a losing record in I don't know how long. It's like almost 20 years or so. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you've seen the ups and downs where they've been one of the worst teams and then winning a Super Bowl. So you've had that... Oh, yeah. Up and down roller coaster type of uh, fandom. The Giants have always been a mediocre team. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's the, and I, I'm a diehard Giants fan through and through. But the years they won a Super Bowl were years where I went into that season thinking, oh, "I just hope they make the playoffs." You know, nine, yeah. in the eighties and in the eighties, like the mid to late eighties, the Giants were a good team based on their defense. So yeah. those two Super Bowls, okay, like they had great records that year. I think they were like number one and number two seed those two seasons they won. So those Giants, okay, like they, they're they a dominant team. But 2008? Or two, I'm sorry, 2008 and 13, right? 8 and 12 or 7 and 12. They were, they pretty much got like a, the last wild card spot or like one of the last two wild card spots both those years. So it's they've just always kind of got by, you know, like they've just always been that like a mediocre team. That's all. Yeah. Um, they, they weren't like the Patriots. They weren't like the Steelers. They weren't like the Cowboys in the 90s. They didn't have a dynasty. They they, they're just not a dynasty franchise. They're, yeah, they're, a, team, they're a roller coaster. They really the are. They are. Um, but, uh, again, like, it just... Maybe, maybe it's, it's humbling. It's good to kind of have that, because then you kind of... When they do win, it's like a, it's a better feeling. Because um, I remember, you know, as a Yankee fan, like, after they won, like, the four championship, it, it was just like, that yeah, they... Of course they won. <laughs> yeah. You know, they were the best team. And they've been the best team. So... It's just it's just two different feelings, I guess. I got you. Now, it really makes you look at football in the regards of you have to be a great GM. Like you have to really like build a team because, like basketball, how many people are on the team? Twenty, uh, yeah. He's twenty. Baseball's a little bit more because of the pitchers and utility players and this and that. Right. But you can, you know, you have a utility player. You're playing him once a week. You know, it's not like he has to be an all star. With mm-hmm. football, to be really good, like everyone's really like, you got to nail every draft pick. Every transaction mm-hmm. has to be like that good. Oh yeah. So, I mean, you you look at it right now, and I hate to pick on him, but you have the Jets when. Rodgers was, you know, they were talking Super Bowl. They were, you know, and and some of the big names in, like, the field, you know, were saying that. You know, like ESPN people, they were saying that. Now, you look at the Jets and they got just one player. Only one player changed and how bad they are. I mean, like, they're talking, they could be, they could be terrible, (laughs) like, getting a number one overall pick. It's, well, this is the thing. It's that... It's Jets have a decent defense, mm-hmm. okay. It's just that their offense is is awful, and you have decent wide receivers. You have, I, I mean, but that's really honestly where it ends because your running back, Brees Hall, who was supposed to come in as like, you know, a pretty big, good running back, is injury prone. He got injured last year after the year, and I think he's injured again this year. Like every week, he's questionable. So 
you, you don't have a good you don't have a running game. No. Um, your quarterback is is that is awful. Yeah. Um. So when the de- the defense, if the offense is out three and out, defense comes back on eventually. This is and this is the same thing that happened to the Giants about ten years ago. Giants had a good defense. Their offense was just awful. So what happens is defense is good at the beginning of the game, but when the defense is constantly going out there every two minutes because the offense goes three and out, they get fucking tired. And then there goes your defense. So the same thing I believe is happening to the Jets. Um, now they could turn around. It's only week four, but it, it, you know you, you got it's you know we laughed last at the last game, but at the point you gotta kind of feel bad. It's just like of course that happened. Like Aaron Rodgers goes, at, they make this big trade. They get probably one of the best quarterbacks in the last ten years on their team. You have all this hope and faith going into the season, and he doesn't even finish a set. <laughs> he goes yeah. down after four plays and is done for the year. I mean, you could not write any more bad. Like The only thing that would have been worse is if when he ran out of the tunnel, he tripped and fell and broke his ankle. <laughs> you know what I mean? That almost happened. <laughs> he was like five minutes away from that. I mean, and I always look at it this way, uh, and it's funny we have like the correlation here. Um, today or two days ago, Corey Schneider, being a former Devil. Yes, I remember Corey Schneider. Technically an Islander, um, he retired, and it's funny because ah, like, the NHL yeah. put up a little like you know like a meme or whatever, like, not a meme but like a picture, and it <laughs> said like congratulations on your career, and then it showed the Canucks ninety three games, three hundred and eleven with the Devils. One with the Islanders. It's <laughs> like, you know, like, he, say he goes into the Hall of Fame. Rodgers goes into the Hall of Fame, and he played four downs for the Jets. Yeah. And he's going to go in as, as both. Uh, you know, it, that's where I, I, I'm not a big fan of the Hall of Fame. Like, it, And I know it's very hard to sit there and say, you know, what made this player Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah. But I do like how baseball makes you wear a hat. I like that. I guess with football, it's a little tougher, because what are you going to do, wear a helmet? On the pitcher, yeah. like it hides your face. That's the whole that defeats the purpose. Yeah. Um. So I do kind of get that. Baseball, you got to have a hat on baseball. That's the whole thing. It's a baseball hat. So when you put him in the Hall of Fame, I guess it's kind of like, well, we don't want to put him as blank. Um. Do you know there is someone in there as with a blank hat on, and I forget who it is. Really. There is, I believe there is, and I can't think who it was. They have a blank, it's blank, though. I think he couldn't choose, because you used to be able to choose who you went in, and then I think Boggs fucked it up for everybody. (laughs) Boggs wanted to go. Because he wanted to go in as what, a Devil Ray? A Devil Ray. Yeah, like like 25 games. They were going to give, yeah, they were going to give him, the Devil Rays put something in this contract, which is kind of shitty, like, because they were such a new franchise, like, hey, We'll pay you like I think it was like I don't know how much it was, but you got to go in as as uh, this in the Hall of Fame. And Bob is probably like, all right, I don't give a shit. I hate the Red Sox, and because <laughs> um, he hates the Red Sox, Boggs, um, and they ended up. I guess the Hall of Fame kind of vetoed it, and uh, they put him in as a Red Sox. Um, but uh, where was I going with this? About what? Uh, Blankless cap. Yeah, the blankless. So th- there was someone that has a blankless cap, but I guess going back is that 
it just looks better if there's a team on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I like, well, like that too. The, but like with football, like, you know, you can have, uh, like here, Aaron Rodgers. You have Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers from whatever, 99 to, you know, this year. Mm-hmm. And then Jets, you know, just this year. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, all I'll but, say. But the Packer one, highlight, make it, you know, stand out. What they should now is it a plaque? I never, see, I never seen it. It's a bust. It's just it's a, a bust. Head. So uh, then that, that it wouldn't work. I was gonna say if it's like a like a plaque or something, maybe do something like, all right, you show the guy's face, and then you have like, maybe like a uh, a picture in the background of like him like in action, wearing a uniform yeah. of the team that like he's most known for. You know, like he'd be wearing a Packers uniform while like you know about to go throw a football or something. You know what I mean? But if yeah. it's a bust, then it, it doesn't really work. <laughs> so, the, my my theory is they should just put a like a small logo of whatever the team is, like right by your like on their for, on their forehead. <laughs> no, like on the shoulder, so that when they do the bust, because it's you know I think it's like just the top of your shoulders. Yeah, I don't think it's just the head. That could so work. Like it's, and then just have you know where that. That would show that. That could work, but you know what? It's too late to do it now because then you'd have to go back and like fucking like redo everybody. So it's I think it might be a little too late for that idea, but I like that. Yeah. But then again, like you can't do it for basketball. You can't do it. Baseball is the only thing you do it for. Yeah. But everybody knows like Jordan's in there. You know he ain't in there as a wizard. He's in there as a bull. What would Bark? What what would Charles Barkley be in there as? I think he because he had great runs with both teams. Well, no, I'm sorry because he was on the Rockets too, and it, didn't he go to yeah. didn't he go to the Lakers at the end? No, it was just it was the Rockets, uh, Sixers, Suns, and Rockets. Okay, he may have won a championship with the Rockets, but no one remembers him as a Rocket. You either remember no, he didn't the, win a championship. What was that? He didn't win a championship. I thought he won with the Rockets. Nope, never won a championship. Oh, okay. Then the, they lost the in the finals. I forgot who they lost to. <sighs> I thought for some reason he did, but all right. Um, all right. So, anyways, that would actually, maybe been the Bulls' last run. <laughs> no, they never played the Rockets in the finals. Or maybe it was it Detroit. I know that they were in there, and they he did not win. I could, I could look it up, but I'm too lazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's not even that important. Right between the 76ers and the Suns, who would you say? Because you're a big, you're a big Barkley fan. Oh, I love Barkley. Who would you put in? Who would you put him in as? Okay, um, it's going to be a twofold answer. You got to pick and one. How about I plead my case to you, and you pick off of my case? Fine. <laughs> I know my. I, I, I know my. I, I know um, my. I know my answer, but okay. As a 76er, he set up his legacy. Right. He of was course. he was dominant then. That's when he got the nicknames, that's when he was, you know, um, like a tough a tough uh, competitor. He you know, he built that meanness persona. He did all that mm-hmm. as a 76er. When he came to the Suns, he was he became like a fan favorite. It was like a heel turn. Yeah. He became a face on the Suns and, and he, I think he started realizing, you know, he was getting up there in years. He realized, you know, where the money was and this and that. And he started maybe, if you will, selling out to the Suns where he would be in commercials. He would be, you know, I'm not a role model type thing. Mm-hmm. And he kind of got away from that. 
from watching the Suns back then. So I, I see that. But he was he had his most success with the Suns. You know, they went to the finals. Um, that that was a dominant team. I mean, up and down the roster, they had they had no weak links. They were a scary team. I remember they watching those finals, and I I, I thought the Bulls were going to lose it because yeah, they, they were that good. Was a, they were an amazing team. That's probably, I think, maybe one of the best teams to not win a championship. It's without a doubt up there, yeah. Yeah. So, and then when he went to the Rockets, that was just, you know, that was a swan song type thing. Yeah, oh yeah. So, for, I, that's where I can't pick. Would you rather have him setting up his reputation and building his stats or being successful and being beloved? That's that's the kind of the two the two ways I would go with it because... Both careers, if you will, as a Sixer and a Sun, they are Hall of Fame worthy on their own. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to pick where I would put a man. So if that makes any bit of sense. No, absolutely. I mean, if you look at, you're right. It, it is hard to pick. My pick, if I had, a, would be as a 76er. Um, basically, what you said, like he built his reputation as a 76er, and yes, he was. Pretty much carrying that team because the 76ers weren't very good. No. He was carrying that team yeah, alone. Dr. J and, uh, yeah. Was Moses so left. He, he, he was, I mean, he was a star on the Suns too, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't know. I, I just felt like he was more, he became known when he was playing in the 76ers and, he, and I think he had more. Um, he was a better player on the 76ers. When he came to the Suns, he did great that first year. He won the MVP in 93. But then after that, it kind of faltered a little bit. Yeah. Um, but with the 76ers, he was constantly good. So that's... I, I'd put him in as a 76er. <clears throat> but the Suns, it, that's a tough pick. Yeah. It's and, a tough and, pick. I mean, he played, I think, almost double the amount of time with the uh, Sixers. And what's funny is about Barkley is that era wasn't known for the big names to switch teams. Yeah. He was one of the only one he was probably a big one of the only big stars during that time to switch teams cuz everyone else pretty much stayed where they were. David Robinson was always a Spur, Patrick Ewing was always a Nick. Um Magic Johnson was a Laker, Bird was a, a, a Celtic and so on and so forth. You never saw them switch. Barkley switched, <laughs> and I just remember it being a very a big deal at the time because you didn't see it that often. Now you see it all the time, mm-hmm. but at the time, guys stuck with their teams. Oh yeah, I mean, you look at the Celtics. I mean, guys just—that was dynasty. Yeah, you know, not even maybe even if they weren't winning championships, they were just that was like a core, you know, core group for oh, yeah. dynasty length. Uh, look, look, I mean, look. probably the biggest one to change would be uh, Will Chamberlain. Yeah, uh, him too. But he was before, like, that 80s, 90s yeah, that was group. Like, yeah, that was... But he did change also, that's right, yeah. But in that era I'm talking about, like, you didn't see that. Oh, yeah, the look, 80s and 90s. Look at, the, no look at the Pistons. Yeah. Those guys stayed on those teams for years. Even after like their their double championship win, you know they they there was the same team for a couple more years after that. Joe Dumas didn't leave, and and Isaiah Tom, like those guys, they stayed with the the Pistons. So he did something that was pretty in, in, 
not incredible, but like impressive. He went to another team, and he still was like the main guy on that team, and he carried him to the the, the finals and that got year. Better. And got better, yeah. But then I get like I said, he he ended up kind of like you know, I think he got he got hurt a couple times, and yeah. So his career was definitely on the decline, but yeah. So now in in this day and age of uh, you know players leaving and this and that, and I don't want to, and I, let's put it this way, I don't like the, uh, like the Ray Bork, I call it the Ray Bork, couldn't win in Boston, couldn't win in Boston, goes to Colorado, wins and retires, I'm, I, I, I don't count that. Well, it counts, but I it get counts, what you're saying, he, he sold out. Yeah, well, he was going for the, he was going for the cup, or the ring, whatever you want to call it, he's yeah. chasing that, he's chasing the title, I don't mind that so much, because again, that's the swan song. Mm-hmm. But the way basketball was in the, say, 80s, where it was like, team, you just stayed on a team, or do you like the way it is now, where it's just this wheeling and dealing, free agency, just, I mean, there are players that, like, uh, I think Sendergaard, he, uh, I guess they're saying that he might be retiring, because, like, no one really wants him anymore, Mm -hmm. but, like, you knew knew him as a Met, then he went to, I think, L.A., and... uh, I, I guess he retired with Cleveland. I had no clue. Like once he like, these I forgot guys about that so guy, much. Yeah, I know. Baseball has always kind of been like that because of the free agency stuff. Um, but that's really the only sport. But I'm, I'm back to Ray Borg. I'm kind of with you on that. Like that's like when in the early 2000s everyone became a Yankee. Yeah. And I really always. I mean, I, at the time I was like, oh, it's awesome. We get we keep getting these guys, but like. The reason why was because they wanted to win a championship, and ironically, they didn't win a championship. <laughs> you know, but it was it, it kind of like Clemens when Clemens came over. Yeah, I'm like this fucker. Like, like was Boggs? I respect because Boggs became a Yankee when the Yankees were shit. Yeah, Clemens came over because he wanted to win a fucking title because he couldn't do it with Boston or Toronto. So, I don't respect that. It, to me, it is. A, it's like another form of selling out. I'm glad you're on my team, and I'm. I hope you do well. But I, in the back of my mind, it's kind of like you're just, you know, you you, you sold out. Yeah, you saw a team that was the contender, and you. Exactly. Exactly. That's why, like, when when all these guys go and follow LeBron everywhere, it's like you want a fucking championship. There's no loyalty anymore in sports. We've been yeah. over this. We've talked about this before. But yeah, I. I... <laughs> I just, I hate the movement that's like baseball. Baseball is just, guys can play on three different teams in one season. Yeah, there's a lot of flip-flopping and around. Like, that's where, you know, hockey and the, the name we won't speak of it was such a controversial thing. But even that with, like, free agency, like, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I kind of like that, that core group, that dynasty type of team. I do, too. I do too. That's why, like, I I love like that era of basketball, like eighties, nineties. I think I mentioned it before. Like, I have uh, last year's NBA game, and they let you play as like you could start your like the season. You could start like an eighty three or ninety one, and you could play as like you know that Jordan led Bulls, and like everybody's in. Barkley's not in there actually, <laughs> but everybody else is in there. But um. I just love that era because it was just like every team had one all-star on it. Yes. You know? 
Uh, could you imagine in the early 90s if, like, everyone became a bull? Like, Larry Bird goes to the Bulls, and uh, Hakeem Olajuwon goes to the Bulls. What was that? The Dream Team. Yeah, the Dream Team. Like, you're putting... But imagine the Dream Team in fucking, like, a real... In the NBA League. Yeah. Like... In, in the Trailblazers. Yeah, it would suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would suck. Because it's it just... It, 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 you're killing every other team out there by just, like, robbing them... You're pulling a Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> you're going all the little territories, and you're taking all the good guys, and you're letting the franchise die out. <laughs> you know? Essentially. Yeah, so, it, it, no. it, go ahead. I guess maybe this will be my last question. Okay. Um, yeah, because we're almost uh, out of time here. Yes. <laughs> Mattingly. Okay. What about yeah, him? We, we take your, your all-time favorite. I would say he's your all-time favorite athlete. Absolutely. Uh, even above Jordan. Oh, yes. Love Don Mattingly. If Mattingly left, and say he didn't even, say, I'm just going to pull a team out. He went to Pittsburgh. Okay. It's funny no, you bring no, this up, but okay. No no harm that would ever come to the Yankees, if you will, from that. Would you have not liked him as much? Uh, okay, so before I answer my question, so this is, it's funny you say it. So, and I remember this conversation, I don't know why. So when I was a kid, I asked my dad, I go, if Don Manley left the Yankees, would you would you like the team? Would you be a fan of the team he went on, or would you be a Yankee fan? And he, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, why? He goes, why would I, why would I stop being a Yankee? I mean, he goes, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm not a Don Manley fan. Like I like Don Manley, but I'm not a I'm not a Don. <laughs> like I'd be a Yankee fan. And I'm like, oh okay. I'm like, and I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know how I would feel about. It. And, and would I like him? Depends how he left. Um, if it was like the Yankees, the were, Yankees didn't want him. Then yes, I would absolutely still love Don Mattingly because the Yankees but got if, rid of him. But if Don was chasing more money, probably not. Okay. So probably it's a not. Folder. Yeah, probably not because it, it's it really uh, it would kind of it would kind of break my like. Uh, like faith in him, I guess. Like, you, cause like you know, you, you look up, you look up to these athletes, especially when you're a kid. You look up to these athletes. So when you hear something like that, it's kind of like, oh man, that's he's just a dick, <laughs> you know. But I always, yeah. but that's why I like I love Manly because Manly in the '80s was phenomenal. So he really could have went anywhere. At that time, now, of course, like the back problems, and and he wasn't the same player as he was. But at his peak, dude, I mean, if he stuck like that, Manley would have been a Hall of Fame first ballot guy, because the numbers this dude was putting up were just amazing. He was carrying those eighties. What was that? On a terrible team. On a terrible team. That if you think about. Side little side thing here, like everyone thinks the Yankees in the '80s were terrible, but if you ever go back and look at the standings, first of all, like there were ten teams to a division back then. Mm-hmm. The Yankees were always like number two or number three. Yeah, and they, I read somewhere they had the best winning percentage in, out of all the major league teams throughout the entire '80s, because they were always consistently they had winning records and they were always consistently up there. Whereas a lot of teams, like the Mets, they had like two years, but then the rest of the two good, two three good years in there, and then the rest of the eighties they were terrible. Yeah. So, um. So no, I, I if again, but if he left because he wanted more money, I I would it would make me 
look at him differently. But if he left because the Yankees didn't want him anymore, they traded him away, or like there was something like uh, Steinbrenner didn't want him on the team, that I would still be a big fan of his. That's technically so. My my favorite football player of all time is Jeff Hostetler. Um, when Jeff Hostetler left left the Giants, he went to the Raiders. Yes. And so then the Raiders became like my 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 uh, American Conference team, and they still are actually. I still like the Raiders. If the Raiders are playing, and it's not the Giants, <laughs> I'll root for the Raiders, even though they suck. But um. So I, I started liking the Raiders because Hofstetler was on there. So like they were like my second favorite team. Okay, the Mets in Montreal for me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but wouldn't it be the Dodgers because that's where Gary Carter went after the Mets? Nah, see again, like Barkley, the legacy was laid down in Montreal. Yeah, but you really didn't. You don't remember I never him got on to Montreal. Experience it. Yeah. Live. But I've watched a lot back. For a okay. while, like for one summer, I was watching them. Like I was watching old games mm-hmm. and or in highlights in this net. But yeah. I, but does that count? Yeah, because again, you. But does it count? Because that's like me going back and watching wrestling from the seventies and being like, you know what, like, uh, you know. Stan Hansen is like amazing. He's like my second favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> like, th- do you think that really kind of? Because you didn't grow up with that. You grew up with him as a Mets fan, as a Mets yes. fan, as a as a Mets player. Uh, well, here going to wrestling. Um, Ric Flair. There wasn't too much time I could watch. You know, NWA and you know, uh, WCW before it got popular. Right. And that's where he, again, Ric Flair made his legacy prior to that in the old, you know, Crockett Promotions days. Right. Do I think Ric Flair is an amazing wrestler? I, I would probably put him in the, at least in the top five. Absolutely. So again, you have that. I see what you're saying. Like you didn't, you weren't watching Flair at his peak. Yes. All right. So maybe wrestling's not a good example, or maybe it is. I don't know. But uh, Terry Bradshaw. I mean, I look at that that Steeler defense back then. Mm-hmm. And that's really what got me to like the Steelers defense. Yeah, but you didn't watch it though. No, I had to go back and watch it. Okay. So it, it's. It's a very chicken or egg type question. I guess it kind of is. I guess it really doesn't matter if it's a, if that's how you liked him, then that's how you liked him. It's, it's there's nothing wrong. I'm just I'm just yeah. creating a, 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 a conversation here. Well, how many? No, again, I'm not. I can't stand them, but uh, they're actually not my worst hated team. But the Yankees. How many championships did you see? Three. Five. Oh, Nin- that okay. 96, 98, 99, 2000, and then 2009. And what they win? Like 26? Tw- uh, I think they have 27 now. 27? So do you only count? Do you, did, did the 22 not count? You kind of have to look at history. Like, you know. No, of course it counts. 
Yeah, but you weren't there for it. You didn't get to see it. That's not the no. You're just you're not. That's not the same thing. I'm just. You're saying, saying your favorite your favorite team is the Expos because Gary Carter was on it. Because, but you didn't want you never watched them play growing up. All right, okay, I, I all right, yes, ah, you're Tom, ah. you're Tom. Okay, you're, it counts. Okay, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't have this this conversation. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wave the white flag and <laughs> you win. You win. Every battle counts. Oh man, I needed that laugh. I'm not Thank a you, card, man. I, I take I take cheap victories, man. All right, all right, yeah. all right. You win this round. You're gonna square off and you trip on a rock and knock yourself out. That's still a victory for me. You win. All right. Okay, I, I see your point. Okay. I still think it's not the same thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, what's I'm gonna cease. I'm gonna cease fire. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Sure. Why not? I'll agree. No, I'm I'm not gonna even say that. I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. All I right. see your point. <laughs> so I do. Uh, we are getting into October. Within probably when this is released, it'll be Octoberish. Mm-hmm. Um, we are getting the spooky season. So I, any, uh, I know you have your big trip to uh, Long Island. Is that in the books yet? No, or, I'm not. No, no I haven't. Date? I haven't done a haunted house kind of thing in a couple of years. Probably before COVID hit. I think. Yeah, before COVID. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to do stuff like that now. I have two little kids, and time just is just gets away from you. Before you know, it's like November. Um, so, oh, but I am a little sidetrack here again. I am starting to get my oldest into some scary movies. So the other day, I'm watching Silver Bullet. You ever see Silver Bullet? I think so. Great movie. Uh, Corey Haim, Gary Busey. Um, it's about a, a werewolf terrorizing this town. So, I'm watching it, and then uh, my daughter... Is Corey Heyman a skeleton in it? Is he a skeleton? No, he was a little boy. Okay. In a wheel, and he was so in a wheelchair. it's an old movie, not a new movie. Oh, it's, yes. It's, in, it's from 85, 84. Okay. If you've never, dude, if you've never seen it, it's, it's, it's on HBO Max. It, it's a very good movie. It's from a Stephen King uh, novel. So, anyway, um, so she... I thought she was taking a nap, but I guess she decided not to. So she comes down the stairs and she's, "What are you? What are you watching?" Because I want to watch. She, she wants to watch something. I'm like, "No, do you want to?" I go, "Do you want to see the werewolf?" <laughs> so she's like, "Yeah." So I explained it to her. I said, "You know, listen, like, just see, so you no, know, like, it, this is pretend. You know, it, it's he might look scary, but it's really just a guy in, in a furry costume." And I explained it to her, and she got it. So. I start playing it, and my wife comes down. And she goes, "What are you guys watching?" I go, "Oh, it's Silver Bullet." And my daughter's like, "It's there's a werewolf," and she's like, "What are you doing, Jordan?" I go, "It's fine. I'm like nothing. It's not bloody and stuff like that." The second I said that, someone gets hit in the head with a baseball bat. This <laughs> is blood. I'm just like, oh shit. <laughs> so anyway, so she's three. Okay, I dude, I know. Anyway, no, listen, Here, here's the difference, I uh, I love my wife, right, but my wife and I, even though we're only a couple years apart, we definitely grew up differently, like, 
she's very like we can't show her these kind of thing and me i'm i watched fucking freddy krueger when i was like six or seven years old yeah now that's my yeah so the, and now there's also a difference between a three-year-old and a seven-year-old but i explained to my to my daughter like this is the pretend it's a movie it's not real all you have to do is explain to the kids they'll get it you got to give them a chance so my wife's like if she has nightmares tonight you got to deal with it i'm like no problem like, I'll take that responsibility if I cause this. So I showed her the werewolf, and she loved it. And then the next day, she wanted to watch it again. <laughs> so now, um, and my wife and, and my wife was kind of amazed. She goes, she goes probably because she saw, like a, a, like, a kid in there. So she probably, like, thinks, oh, there's a kid in here. Maybe it's, like, you know, relatable. I don't know. So now my next thing is I'm going to show her Monster Squad. Because I think she's going to no. dig it. I think, Very good movie. and it's not a scary movie. It's it's no. technically like the Goonies. It's like a kids movie almost. So that's my. Has, and she, I, ever, has she ever seen Sloth? No. <laughs> We're really going off topic here. So today she does like funny. She's doing like funny faces now. So she comes up to me and she goes, "Hey, Dad," and I go, "Hey, you guys." <laughs> <laughs> So, and she must look at you like a complete like. She, no, she lunatic. she laughed. Um, that's I'm gonna show her that too soon because I, I, again like the the kids movies she might like kind of dig it. Well, um, even like that, like from seeing movies and and kind of knowing what to expect for you, like The Sandlot is another good one. Mm-hmm. Big you know big scary dog, but at the end he's lovable. That's another one, good way to get him in on that. But it's about baseball, so I don't know if she'll take to that yet um but like i'm gonna start like showing her like some stuff that i watched when i was a kid not nothing like terrible but like because like 80s and especially 80s movies like a lot of them were like very kid oriented et mm-hmm. um I, I you know a lot of those movies robocop and mac and me, <laughs> mac and, me and alien and <laughs> all those fantastic children's movies but yeah, so I, I kind of want to start introducing her to that. So uh, I don't remember what your original question was. I'm sorry. Oh, geez. Uh, probably about just, uh, you know, watching them, like getting them. Yeah, so I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm starting to kind of like, you know, introduce this stuff to her. And, and I'll get, she wasn't scared, man. She, I, was, I was very proud of her. She was, she's tougher than she, than she looks, my kid, the oldest. Um,. But yeah, it was just it just was funny because it just was such like a uh, there really is like just like this different in how we were raised, me and my wife. Like I don't know if you and your wife have that. You guys are kind of like a little closer. In it. No, you're about the same distance. Two years as, apart. All right, me and my wife are three, so it's not that yeah. far. But your wife was born the generation. What was that? Yeah. She's a cradle robber. Yeah, she was. Bef- she was born. So she still has that like old school like go out and we'll see you when the sun comes down kind of meant you know like that kind of thing. Yeah. My wife, like the way I guess they how she was raised wasn't raised with like watching horror movies and stuff like that. So it, it kind of there is definitely this difference there. So it, it's it's gonna be a bit of a challenge i think in, in the the household of joe but i'm gonna yeah. get through i'm already i'm already breaking through and my youngest one i know is gonna be all about it because she's a she's a she's a tough kid 
So sorry if I've gone on a lot of tangents tonight. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I definitely do see that where the, the difference in ages, mm. like you know, and like I, I even look at it like with my daughter now. I'm like, Shh, I didn't think about it till like two days ago. I was just sitting there. I was at work and I'm just I'm doing a menial task and I just start thinking. I'm like, wow, she could like. Like, and I almost kind of want to encourage it a little um, to, like, experience high school and have a good time in it. Like, there's going to be parties. Like, she's going to be doing the homecoming flow. Like, things that we did, and I can, like, remember little, you know, instances of each one. And I'm like, I, I, I kind of want her to have a little bit more freedom to, like, even go to a party. Like, be smart about it, mm-hmm. but go to a party. Like, because I don't want, like, yeah, time's ticking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where like she's and you, only gonna have four years to do it, and she's already a quarter, like a what would it be, a twelfth of the way through high school. And you don't want her being sheltered, mm-hmm. and then go to college, and then it becomes like boom, you know. Mm-hmm. You want to prepare a little bit. I, I think you know. I think what you it, it's a smart idea. Uh, I give you credit because I'm thinking about like when my kids are that age, I'm just like, oh fuck, I gotta deal with all that shit. <laughs> like with like a boy, like I don't have to worry about it so much. But like girls, it's like I know how guys are. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, what I, of course you do. But yes. it's uh, it's scary. Um, so I give you oh, yeah, I like, give you credit for thinking that way. Oh yeah, like even right now, like and it's weird because she is very immature like every once in a while like the other night like we're sitting upstairs and and we hear on the tv downstairs my wife's like are you watching tangled like they'll still watch cartoons so with that well no i'm 42 and i still watch cartoons (laughs) yeah but we do it for entertainment they're doing it for like just to it's a different type of entertainment, if you will. What is it? Like we, we watch it for nostalgia and liking that. They're watching it for more like being in that moment. What's the difference? Because I don't think they care that it's on. I don't think that they're like, hey, I want to watch. Like, if if I got the Goonies in my head and I'm like, you know, I want to go home and watch the Goonies. I'm going to watch the Goonies. But then they're just kind of like flicking through and it's on. You know what I mean? Almost like more white noise. Mm-hmm. But they're still watching it. Okay. You know they're 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 looking at it, but they're not watching, or they're watching it but not looking at it type thing. I get you. Okay. So, but with them being very immature, like I want to like, and like my daughter does not like beer. Like I've given her a beer, she's like, oh, it tastes terrible. You know, like I'm like here, just have a sip. Mm-hmm. Like I want to sit down with her and be like, have a have a full beer because I just want like, and, and not to say, like I don't want CPS being called on me here, <laughs> but like have a beer because if you go to a party. It might be an, an innocent party, but if you don't want to have peer pressure, now you have this, you know, you have this beer and you don't know what it feels like. Like, I kind of almost want to ha- sit them down and be like, you got to do this. Like, you have to, you have to test the water before you, you know, dip your toe in before you dive into the pool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it, like, I kind of have that like thought process now. I'm like, I really should get like a beer and just have her drink it. Like, you have to drink this tonight. Like, make sure it's not a school night and just say like, you have to drink this, like the whole thing. I don't think and, like, you, sit with me for an hour. I don't think you can, you're allowed to do that, Tom. <laughs> no, you are. A child is allowed to have a beer in the home. Oh. At well, any age. Really? 
Yes. I guess you would know, huh? Yes. Huh, interesting. But yeah, I would like to do that. Like, almost, I guess it just, it'd be weird just to see how she would act. Hmm. No. We'll, get, we'll do it on a Thursday night. <laughs> we can... Yeah, if there's a Friday, if there's like a national holiday on a Friday where we're off, we'll do that. Okay. Well, that'll be funny. What would be like the next one? Maybe President's Day? Probably, yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. There you go. All right, all right. Uh, all right, let's let's wind this down. You can follow us on Twitter, Bullring PC, Instagram, Bullring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom, and Bulls in the Ring. You can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button and rate and review us. Tom, anything like that? Um, I hope that the Chiefs lose all their games. Taylor Swift goes bankrupt. Excellent. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. <laughs>